right, we got a Monday night game coming up with the Atlanta Falcons coming to town. It's time for our weekly Friday visit with the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll joins us. Coach, good to talk to you. What's up, Dory? Man, I tell you what. I First of all, can I clear one thing up? Because every once in a while, audio comes across my computer, and it's completely out of context, and and I don't like to jump to conclusions. So can I clear one thing up with you right off the bat here? Let it rip. Okay. I have no idea where you're going with this. Okay, here. What, what does this mean here? Dude, I can't wait to see Dory in hot pants. <laughs> What's, did, did you just sexually harass me? <laughs> no, no, I was just saying. I, I just the sight would be one to behold. I and it was I think I think that was on the heels of the uh the Luke Wilson influence of wearing shorts to practice or yeah. something like that. I'm not quite sure. Okay, all right. But uh just the fact that I would jump to mind was uh intriguing and disturbing to me all at the same time. No no harassment, no harassment. Okay, <laughs> okay all right. Uh man, we gotta go back a ways to talk about your last game. That was, that was pretty uh, I'm imagining pretty bittersweet win that you had against Arizona. It was a, a terrific win on the road, but a pretty costly one. Yeah, it was it was a hard-fought game, you know, and both sides took the, the brunt of it. And, and uh, so it was a very physical game, and, and we, we did a nice job to work out a win. The defense played great. Offense found enough. Uh, kicking game was good enough, and we got a nice win on the road in the division, which we really were proud of. But, uh, you know, some guys got banged up, and, and uh, we, we just have to – Move ahead, you know. It's just really tough. It's it's the reality of the game. It's a difficult one. I'm I'm intrigued with uh, the mentality and how you guys did hang in there because as each guy goes down, I know that that's got to take an emotional toll. I mean, these guys are dear friends. They've been battling together for months and months, you know, to this common goal. And to to stay focused has to be a little bit of a challenge in a game like that. Well, I think credit should go to the players, um, in particular the guys that got banged up. You know, when Jaron Reed goes down early in that game and he's out, uh, you know, he goes right to Nas and, and Jones and he's and he's working them and pumping them up and getting them going. When Sherm got banged up, he went right to those young guys and was right, you know, right there on the sidelines, hobbling around, but coaching them up and, and keeping them focused and not letting them go to any other kind of focus. And, and uh, uh, I, I thought that was they were really impressive and they showed. Character and, and and courage and kind of guts and grit and all the good stuff you know that uh, that they've represented over the years and so I, in particular I, I thought Sherman was incredible and and uh, really credit him with that. Yeah, and uh, I also know you and I have talked about this before. When somebody <laughs> suffers a career-ending injury, uh, you know we're talking about ten percent. If I mean if you're lucky and play ten years, you lose a year to an injury. That's ten percent of your career. And, uh, I mean, that'd be like me getting laryngitis for four years. And, uh, yeah. you know, but, but it is. That, that's devastating for these guys when they go through something like that. Well, yeah. And, and, and you know, it, we don't know about career endings, but just season-ending injuries in particular, yeah. those, uh, they, they take away, you know, their, everything that they love about, you know, the world and, and, and the challenge and, and their, uh, their opportunity to accomplish goals. And, I mean, all those things get kind of swiped away from them just in a flash. And so – uh, they, you know, we all understand that. We talk talk it at times when when the reality hits. Just to appreciate and stay, you know, stay in the moment and stay mindful of what we have and what, what we're able to accomplish and stuff. It's it's a really heavy thing for people. And I can't imagine, you know, it, all of a sudden you can't talk on the radio. You know, how, what would you do? 
you know, how would you how would you handle that? Yeah. And, uh, so uh, it's a big deal, and uh, it's part of the game, and it's why the relationships are so important in, in the teams, you know, the players' relationship with the other players that can help them, support them, and keep them boosted. And uh, unusually, in unusual fashion, sometimes it's the guy that got hurt that has the most power and, and really delivers the most, uh, you know, the most impact to, to other people. It's yeah. extraordinary. Well, and just for the record, if I couldn't talk on the radio, I think I would sketch self-portraits of me in hot pants and just mail them to you. Oh, man, what a pursuit. (laughs) You better hope I can keep my voice is the bottom line there. There you go. Uh, Let's see, we're talking on a Friday. The game's not till Monday, so I'm not expecting any specifics on the injuries, but just kind of in general, uh, you know, the the three, Dwayne Brown, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, can you – Give me a, a late week update here. Well, I can't tell you that, that Earl is, is is working hard to play, and, and he's he's made it back. Uh, the other guys, um, you know, we, we don't know how that's going to work out. Um, well, game time stuff for some of it, and it just depends. Everybody's got their own situation now. Okay, got it. Uh, what are you doing about penalties? I, mean, I saw that you're on a, a pace for an NFL record in penalties. And I know you've been talking about we're going to work on this, we're going to fix it, we're going to get better. What do you what do you do to uh, work on that particular aspect? There's all kinds of ways that, we, that we're working at it um, and have continued to work at it. Uh, it's about fundamentals in one one area, you know, about how you use your hands and how you allow to, you know, yourself to, to – to stay within the, the guidelines, it's uh, sometimes it's about uh, focus and it has to do with the line of scrimmage, you know, and cadence and things like that. Um, sometimes it has to do with decision making, you know. And so there's a lot of aspects to it that we that we're working at, and and uh, I just can't imagine that this will continue at, at this this pace. Uh, we got so it's it's crucial for our you know, success during the season because it can beat you in a game, which it did a couple weeks ago, and and uh, we got to get it out of our football. Yeah, and I know one other thing that's crucial. Uh, that you know you've talked about ever since you and I first started talking the the importance of the running game and that balance and uh, I know you had to shut down CJ Procise after yet another injury with Thomas Rawls what's the what's the difference between the you know the flashes that we saw last year where man this guy's going to be able to pick up where Marshawn left off what's the difference between that and the Thomas Rawls of this season Pete he's been through a lot you know he's been through a tremendous amount of, of, of- adversity with his injuries and all and 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 coming back and getting right uh, we just haven't found found the rhythm for him yet you know to get him back on track that he has been on and uh he's working hard he's practicing hard but in the games it just the the, the opportunities haven't uh allowed him to get going you know and we go back to the i think his, his last really big game he had was against detroit in the playoffs last year you know yeah. he had a really big significant game and played well i think against atlanta too and uh, but we haven't got him back on track, and and uh, it's been unfortunate. And we're we're hoping we can get that done, and we'll continue to uh, allow the competition to you know keep that position moving. It just hasn't been settled yet. Eddie uh, should come back this week, which is important to us, and and uh, we see Mike Davis will be available to us as well. So uh, it continues to be a competitive situation. We were hoping to improve in. Got it. Okay. Uh, obviously, with the injury to Richard Sherman, uh, you were in the market and you went and got By- Byron Maxwell. Can I ask a really dumb question about that process? I hear you guys say, we're going to bring him in for, for a workout. I have no idea what that entails and, and how you can, in you know uh, an hour or two, how you can evaluate one guy versus another that you bring in for a midseason workout. Can you tell me a little bit about that whole process? 
you know, that's just one aspect of the evaluation. Yeah. You know, we watch the film that we see. We, we, we look at his stuff from the past. Um, we, we, we interview him. We, we do all of the stuff with the docs and all that to make sure that he's healthy and, you know, there's no surprises there. And then the workout is to kind of finish and make sure that, you know, you can – the guy is the athlete that you're counting on. And uh, so we, they, we put him through drills, throw him the ball, change the direction, speed stuff, explosion stuff to try to assess – if the guy has what you're looking for, and uh, whichever position it is, it's all the same. But we—it's just one aspect of it. It's like the combine is one aspect of the evaluation of a of a college player. You've got the season, you've got the workouts, you've got spring football, and on and on. And we try to use everything that's available, and so that—that's what that's all about. Do you ever sit down with them and watch film and try and get inside their head that way and say, "So what were you thinking when you did this?" And do, I mean, is it that depends. ever part yeah, of it? The, the, the individual situation depends. What we need information-wise. Now, I was anxious to sit down with. Uh, with Byron to, to just talk about where he had been and what he'd been through, and because I'd watched the film and I'd seen his his play adjust and change some, you know, and I I wanted to know why, and I had I had my you know some speculation about it, and uh, but I just wanted to get more information, and so um, yeah, I'm anxious to see how he does, you know, throughout this week and how he gets going and gets back into the into our fold. We, we play uh, different than other teams that he played with, and yeah. we we're asking him to play different, and so I'm anxious to see how that. You know how that translates as he returns to us. Okay, got it. Uh, got the Atlanta Falcons coming to town, and you probably know as well as anybody on earth uh, what they have had to deal with throughout this season and having a heartbreaking Super Bowl loss. And uh, what what are they going through? Based on your experience, what are the unique challenges? Because we've seen that with so many Super Bowl teams over the years. What are the, what are the unique challenges that they're dealing with this year? Well, you know, we've talked about this at times in kind of different different vantage points. You know, when whether you win or whether you lose the Super Bowl, it's an enormous event that you've just undertaken, and and it and it has it it takes a toll on you. You know, and and it, and it lasts a long time, and the aftermath of it is different than any other team has, and uh, and you have to work your way through it because the whole idea is to get back on on course, get back on track, and find the focus that it takes to play really well, and so. As fundamental as that is, it can be a big challenge. So they've, you know, they've already—that's already in their past, most likely. You know, yeah. they came out, and they won three games right out of the shoot. So that should have been you know, well uh, placed behind them. And then they struggled a little bit, and they, they lost three games, and now they're back on track again. So it's, it's a regular football season for them now, and I think Dan probably has done a great job of it. And, and uh, but um, it is a, it is a task, and you're, you, that you have to deal with. And I obviously, you know, he's—I think think they did just fine yeah and the the other thing that it illustrates it is tough to do what you guys have done and sustain excellence i mean i I was looking at the standings before you and i talked today and you see teams that were were really struggling a couple years ago the eagles the titans the jaguars and they're all you know near the top now and teams that were dominant the 49ers and the broncos they've uh you know they're really struggling this year it is so tough to do what you guys and the Patriots, maybe the Steelers belong in that category, of sustaining excellence as long as you have. And you must be enormously proud of that when you see the the volatility in the league. Well, I've always said, you know, people ask how you're doing, you know, how's, how's the club going? I said, I'll let you know in a couple of years, you know. You get you got to look back and see, to me, I have to look back and see what happened, what took place, and I'm not ready to do that yet, but... 
Uh, I, you know, I, one, something that's interesting in, in relation to this, that I think, I'm not sure this is right, but I think the year after the, uh, the second Super Bowl, we were at this point, we were 6-3, and three, you know, and, and, uh, uh, and so, um, you know, the, 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 we've, we've been here before, we've been through a lot of this stuff, we learn a lot as we go, and, and if we use the lessons well, you know, we can take really good, solid steps and make sure that we're on course and, and can kick yourself into a, a great finish to a great year, you know, and, and uh, we're, we're in position to do that, and we'll see what happens. It, it is a, a tremendous challenge, though, and, and I, the biggest challenge I think we face is consistency. Is it, can you keep coming back, and can you keep returning and, and demonstrate that you really, you know, you have your act together and you got a good club and all? And so we're trying to show that again. Here we go. More challenge. We got some great weeks coming up, man. Some great matches oh, coming, and, and uh, it starts with Atlanta. Is is that sustaining excellence tougher in the NFL than any other sport? Well, they're doing everything they can to make it so you can't. You know? Right, yeah. They're, 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 you know, all, all of the, the parody thoughts, they're trying to make it so that the, the teams that have the least get the most, and that's what you're dealing with. And so um, they've, they've obviously done it pretty well, you know, and, and so that's we're trying to work and counter that, you know, that effort by the league to, you know, to keep it even and, and balanced and all that by sustaining long-term success. It's, it's a great challenge. It's, it's one of the great challenges in sports. Yeah, I mean, because you see, like in the NBA, and I know that you've, uh, you know, had Steve Kerr in, and you've, uh, you know, talked with him a lot, but you know, the Warriors and the Cavs with LeBron and and the Spurs with Popovich for you know what fifteen years, they can do it in other sports. They they can hold on to the top much much easier. It's not easy, but uh, much more likely than in the NFL. Why is that? Yeah, they can they hold on to their players better than we do, you know. And, and the key players, you know, you look at Pop's team, you know, those guys were together a long time, you yeah. know. And and that's, that's what Steve's trying to do down there at the Warriors, and keep those guys together and, and just add a little bit each time and see if he can hold on, you know. And uh, we watched the Bulls over those years and the Lakers and those great teams. It was basically the same players, you know. So that that it's a little bit. They seem to have a better format to to hang on to their key guys, but. Um, See, that's what you try to hold on to our guys. We've been working at it, you know. Yep. Okay. Uh, note about Monday night and the Falcons. Uh, Julio Jones, one of the, the best in the game, and uh, that presents even more challenges with you as banged up as you are in the defensive backfield, I imagine. Well, he's a great player. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you're playing on your side. He's yeah. a great player anyway. So uh, he's caught almost 50 balls this year, so he's off to another good year. Uh, we just got to see if we can keep him under wraps. He's going to catch footballs. We just got to not let him control the game. And uh, you see with their offense, it seemed inconsistent early in the year, but are they just back to where they were last year, Atlanta? Um, they're, they're a good, solid offense, yeah. You know, Matt Ryan is a great quarterback, and he can throw the ball everywhere, and he's got all of the schemes and the backgrounds and the comebacks and all that in him. So when you have that in the, as the nucleus, and they have a good commitment to the running game, and, and they've, they've been consistent, not quite as productive this year as last year, um, but they're they're really solid and they're well equipped now. So it's a it's a really formidable uh, attack they have. Okay, and like you said, we're at, at that point now, and and where every other team's record is, uh, every game just takes on a little bit of magnitude, extra magnitude and importance because uh, no none of those other teams, the Rams aren't going away. So I mean, every one of these games is going to be uh, pretty critical. Every week's the championship week. Here we go. There you go. All right, Monday night football. The Falcons in town. It's going to be a fun night. Pete, have a great game, and uh, look forward to talking to you next week. All right, Dory. Take care. Bye-bye.